Hello everyone. I'm so excited today. And I feel so privileged and honored to be able to share the word of God today and also my own personal experiences. My name is Pekadai. I've been married for nine years and six months already. And I have a two and a half year old daughter. And it's such an honor and a privilege. That today, I can share the word of God with you. Here at the church, ICF. I see it. And I'm so thankful for Pastor Andy. And all the people here. The church here in this place. And they welcome me here. To come and share with you. I'm from Kingdom City Church in Cambodia. In Phnom Penh. But what's really good, even though we have different names of our churches, who cares? God cares. We serve the one God together. Amen. Amen. So let's go to the Word of God together. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of my personal experiences today. And my title of my sermon today is God is the Master Plan. And I hope that you understand this word Master Plan. Because the Bible says that God is the one who created everything here on earth. He created the earth. And everything in it. Everything that we see. And the things that we don't even see. What's awesome. In Genesis. Chapter 1. Verse 26 to 29. And he didn't just speak the word forth, but he also created. And នឹងលើអ្វីវៃទាំងប្រមាណដែលលុនវាទៅលើផែនដីប្រជាមជ្ឈាបានបង្កើតមនុស្សជាដំណាងរបស់ព្រះអង្គម្ចាស់បានបង
So it says really clearly that God is the one who made the plan for our lives. And what he spoke, that happened. Means that God, he created by the works of his hands. So I've been staying at Pastor Andy's house for the last couple days. And when I went to go find his house, I got lost in the rice fields. And then I found one thing that was different. And there was this house that just was out in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, whoa, here is the house of Pastor Andy. And I said, wow, I love your house. And he said, well, I put a lot of thought into how I would build this house. And he thought about how many rooms, where the bathroom will be, where the different uh, water tower will be and stuff. And so he had a master plan for how he was going to build it before he started building the house. And you know, it's just like a little heaven on earth right there. Amen. Why not? It's such a good job. But I want to talk about this amazing plan that God has for our lives. Because He created us with such attention to detail and purpose. So I use this example of Pastor Andy making his house and building his house. He, he spent so much time writing and planning and with purpose. In Psalms chapter 139. God says, I have known you since you were in your mother's womb. Because God, he knows us and he created us with perfect precision. There is no one here on earth that is here by accident. He did not just do an amazing job, a perfect job of creating you, but he did uh, an amazing, he has an amazing plan for how we live as well. But so sad. There's someone else who has a plan here on earth. In John 10.10, the first thing says Chow, the thief mug, he comes plan, to steal lap, kill and destroy 
So this is the other plan that someone has for your life. And for me, I was born into a family, a farming family. There was a lot of work to do. And I, I was born into, uh, my siblings were eight of us. And we all had to work really hard in order to um, create resources for our family. And my parents especially worked so hard. So that they could have enough, to, we could all, of us kids could have enough to eat. And when I was little, I used to have so many dreams. And I dreamed of finishing my studies. I dreamed of flying around the world. And I dreamed that my life would be better than what it was now. But do you know what happened? The, what we read in John 10.10, 10, this, this enemy, he came and, and affected my life. And he stole the dreams that I had from my life. And when I was little, I lost all those dreams. They were stolen from me. And I began to go out without purpose and spend time with friends that were not good for me. And if I think about the evil in my life, there was two months. And I don't have time to talk about it. But all the time, because of my bad actions, I went to the the Kumkeng, the prison. Yeah, they knew my face there at the police post. But And it it made me lose my dreams. And I figured this is all my life is going to be. I'll never finish my studies. Because nobody in my family had ever gone over seventh grade. And I thought that's just going to be me as well. And so I thought my life will just be this. And then in the end, there was one time I met this this major problem. I had this one pain sickness that was very difficult to, to heal. And it was a, a tuberculosis of the bones. It was so difficult to heal that the doctors just said, go home. And 
they said, well, if you had money, you could go to another country to seek treatment. You could go to um, Vietnam or Thailand, somewhere else that has better, better medical treatment, and then maybe you would have some hope to get better. But you know, I came from a farming family. We farm from morning to night. And I was laying there on my hospital bed looking at my mom and saying, Mom, let's just go home. My life is garbage. Nobody cares about Nobody needs me. And my mom cried. She said, I will sell my house so that you can get better. And I said, no, don't do that, Mom. Mom, you've got seven other kids you need to take care of. And we just sat, two of us crying. And she agreed to take me home. And I remember this one time. I was sleeping on my bed, laying there waiting to die. I couldn't eat. I was tired. And I was thinking about what could I do to make my death go a little quicker. I was thinking maybe if I take a bunch of pills. Or if I just strangled myself. Or did something else to myself. And I decided to to stop eating. And I, so I stopped. So I got really thin. And I was close to death. And then one man he came to meet me. And he told me about Jesus. And this is the verse that I love more than any of them. It's Jeremiah 29 It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And from that time on, I decided to receive Jesus. It was 2001. And that was the time that my life completely changed. So I was talking about John 10.10. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that was what he had been doing to my life. But thank you, God. God keeps his promises. And he never gives up on us. And I want to encourage you today. When we make mistakes. When we go on the wrong path. And we meet these problems. We can go back. Who? created you. When Pastor Andy created his house, when his house has a problem, when it's hard for the, the people to fix his house, 
They're going to go to the builder of the house. And they're going to ask, where does the water come in? Because when we have a problem, we need to go back to our creator. The one who created us. Don't believe the lies of the, of the enemy. He's always saying, you are not worthy. You are just a farmer's kid. You will never finish high school. Oh, brothers and sisters. To get that diploma for ninth grade. I'm, I have never finished. And we have to take that step together. But God, He keeps His promises. So, in John chapter 10, verse 10, same verse. The next part of the verse says. I have come. I have come. Who's I? It's Jesus. It's the Savior, the Creator. That you can have life. Not just normal life. There's normal life. Anyone can have normal life. So God says, not only do I come to give you life, not a normal life, but to have it in the full, to have the fullness, the um, awesomeness, the miraculous life. Amen. So that doesn't mean that we will get everything here on earth. But the fullness of life means that we know that the creator who created us. And when we have a problem, we go to him. Because he's the owner who created us. And he is the Lord who has the answers for us. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 55, ឬឲ្យពាក្យរបស់យើងក៏ដូចនោះដែរគឺពាក្យដែលចេញពីមតរបស់យើងនិងមិនវិលត្រឡប់មករើកយើងវិញឡើយដល់រាប់ណាតត
the doctor said it's too late this guy he's gonna die and then God said, no, this one will have life. And even though the doctors gave up, God did not give up on me. And he saved my life again. So I told you that in 2001, I was really sick with tuberculosis of the bones. And God, and God, he healed me 100% of that. And then in 2003, I had this really bad moto accident. And the, and the result? The answer was, I can never have kids. This is what the doctor said. But do you know that God, he keeps the promises he makes? And just like Isaiah chapter 55, it says, My word will not go out and come back empty. I have a daughter who is two and a half years old. Because what the world says cannot happen. Why not? God says, why not? Because for him, it is not impossible. To go from a life that was completely gone. God, he gave me back my life. When the world that was in, in all its essence said, you cannot have kids. Why not again? And God said, why not again? He said, why can it not happen? Because God is faithful to his promises that he makes. And when we face these problems in our lives, go back to Him. Because we under, have to understand that He is the one that has the master plan for our lives. And it's the same thing if we have an error or a problem on our phones or our cameras or anything else like that. We have to go back to the manufacturer to understand what's going on. It's the same with our lives. When our lives have an error, we can go to the master planner. Amen. Amen. And this is the last point. I'm going to finish with this. He, God did not just create us to, to have that as our final mission. We were also created to share what we've experienced with the people around us. In Matthew chapter 
ហើយសូមបញ្ចាតព្រះយើងគឺជាព្រះគ្រប់ជាតិសាសូ and this is the reason if you are a believer today like me don't just keep it don't become a selfish christian we need to be able to share these amazing experiences that God has given us so that other people can also encounter God. But Especially our salvation. Like my life. I was not worthy. But God, He made it for me. And I just pray that you will be sharing this good news to the, to the people around you. They need God. God that saves us. Like me. And us. And others. And our church family. The people around us might be our parents. The ones that don't believe in Jesus yet. Our brothers and sisters. Maybe our good friends. Our co-workers. Our our the people that like to drive the motos together the people that you spend the most time with they need Jesus like you do Amen 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 Can I hear an Amen Amen so I just want to encourage you as we finish up when we meet problems go back to the master planner he is God he's our creator he created you and me and me he has a good plan for us he will never um not keep his promises. And his will is that we share this and become his witnesses to the ends of the earth. Amen. 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 ចំណុចក្រោយប្រសិនបើអត់យកទាល់ហើយជាមានលោកនៅបងប្អូនមួយចំនួនកំពុងតែចូលរួមជាមួយយើងតាមរយៈកំជំនុំអនឡាញនេ
And maybe you're recognizing you need to come and meet your creator today. And I want to give you that opportunity today. If you want to receive Jesus for the first time, and if you are doing this, and you're watching this today, you can just pray with me today. And I'm going to pray slowly. And you can pray with me. You can do it. Let's pray together. Jesus. Thank you. For everything. More than this. You died. On the cross. To, to save us. All of us. In order to receive freedom from sin that we did. Today, we recognize that you died for me to be free from sin. Help me, Jesus. To allow you to be my savior in my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.